they didn't want to give me refills for them, so I ordered 13 of them. This is how intense of a person I am. I'm intense enough to pull out my microphone and start recording it when I thought it because I'm here. And I when I said it, I was like, that's very intense of me to do. I have this Japanese style pen and it's made out of aluminum, really thin, really slim, really just nice to write with. And I finished two of them and I finished one and I'm almost done with the second, but I haven't been writing with the second because I know it's going to be done and I don't want to not be able to write with this pen anymore. And I've been emailing um, them to tell me how I can buy a replacement ink cartridge or how I can even refill the one I have. And they just haven't been supportive. Anyways, I bought 13 of them because I can't fill it and I don't think they're producing them anymore. I think they just run out too quickly. <laughs> so they prefer to sell the thicker variant is my assumption. Um, so I said, wow, that's really intense of me and very casually told myself, this is why I'll be, this is why I'll be successful and other people won't. So I don't, I don't mind spending money on things that matter to me, you know, and it's just, uh, I like to write and I think it's important to me to, to, to write comfortably and, and something I like and I found something I like, you know, so I'll keep it. So, and I don't think I'll regret having 15 <laughs> of this this pen and if I ever figure out how to fill them one day I'm going to be happy about it because I'll fill all of them at once and then I'll have them again so that's something to be proud of I'm a little bit disappointed since this morning I went to the I went to the doctor I've been wanting to donate blood for the longest time and I have a negative blood, so that's like 5-6% of the world uh, have this blood, so not a lot of people have it, and it's, it's helpful to donate if you have a negative blood, <coughs> or O negative, because that's even worse. Um, and I went to the, to the place today, you don't have to have an appointment, but I went in and I filled this Fragebogen uh, that they have, you know, I filled it out. Um, I got my passport and my ID and I walked through 15 minutes of rain and snow in May I don't know how the fuck it was even snowing you know but I walked to the place and I was a bit cold and I was like yeah I'm gonna go donate blood you know it doesn't matter and I was you know stoic all the way and just went inside hi filled the thing uh, gave it to the woman, asked her a question, drank water from the bathroom because I knew I was going to donate blood, so I drank a lot of water and I felt like my body needed it. I had a good breakfast in the morning too and I didn't smoke all week and I don't drink and I'm a fucking healthy person with good blood, you know? And I wanted to give this blood to people and maybe save someone's life. Maybe, you know? I don't know who the fuck's going to take this blood and when and under what circumstances, but it's nice to know that I can help. And I filled it out and I went in. I consciously knew that I didn't write that I had cancer before because uh, I thought that would be a point that they would, would stick on. And I had cancer five years ago, almost four and a half years ago, 20, 2016, um, November 2016. 
So it's uh, May 2021 now. So it's almost been five years and I finished treatment literally four years ago and I've been fine since. So I, I lied there consciously and I knew it while filling it and I pointed out that, okay, Khal, I know this is a conscious lie, but just continue. And I answered the rest truthfully. It was the only thing I would, have, would permit myself not to lie about uh, or yeah anyways I did that and I the doctor called me in this tall dude with a very tall face two short black hair and just I wanted to punch him the second I saw him just somehow this this type of um, you feel like this person had an arrogance to them growing up or maybe he was he's just uh, giving me this vibe anyways I'm talking out of my ass I went in and hi, hey, uh, so let's go through the, your questionnaire together, sure. Uh, but before that, did you drink a lot of water? Did you eat well? Yeah, I drank a lot of water. I ate well. And then he looked at it and um, he's like, so there's this point here that you uh, said that you took medication Sorry, I, I, ah, he asked me, okay, so you had uh, something in the form. I crossed something twice because I didn't remember it, and then I crossed it again. It was, uh, if I was at a doctor in the last four months, and I was, I went to a neurologist for ADHD, and I went to, um, like my, like, let's say lung doctor, uh, not really lung doctor, but uh, which reminds me I have an appointment I have to go to soon. And... I told him, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a doctor wegen my ADHS and I had the medicine for the last four days. I had it only in the last two weeks, so only once or twice. So I told him that I, I only took it once four days ago and I didn't take it for like two weeks uh, before that, you know. So uh, I went, backstory, I went to the doctor and I got uh, Ritalin and I've been taking it every now and then experimenting with how it affects my, my dopamine and I've, 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 I find that it's actually really good for me in a lot of uh, in a lot of ways you know like just uh, sometimes my dopamine just goes crazy and I, I, I can't anyways it's, it's just something and this thing uh, for sure helps it in the brain and I understand it so I, I didn't take it for the last four days because I wanted it out of my system to do this. And he's like, oh, even if you took it within the last six weeks, you can't donate blood. So I was like, oh, that's disappointing. But he continued anyways uh, in explaining stuff. Um, he could work on his communication a little bit with what's with how he just gives you the information that he's giving you, you know. But anyways, like I mean with the when he says what, you know, like when you're going to hit me with this and when you're going to hit me with that and when you're going to hit me with that. But anyways, uh, he <coughs> explained it to me that because this uh, is a long lasting medicine that stays in the blood for a while and we're giving your blood to like maybe someone who's pregnant or someone doing an operation, we can't have them, uh, you know, get too stimulated, obviously. But I really took a very small amount and I didn't take it for four days. So like for me, it's like, you know, test my blood 
and you'll you'll see that it's it's probably fine but uh anyways um and i t- checked online before going it's not like i didn't uh, try and look at look into this and they were like yeah you can donate blood if, if you're on adhd medication but i guess that's just in the states and not in germany i should have called before going but anyways and then the other thing was like ah oh, uh here you have too many sexual partners in, in the last year and i had like three four or five <laughs> sexual partners the last year which i thought which i found funny to be honest because um to me it's not like i'm having so much sex or like with so many different partners you know but uh to him it was and it was always protected obviously and like uh to him it was like uh yeah it doesn't matter if it was protected or not like for us like we um, they did this decision and this is the rule we have to follow so i'm really sorry man you can't uh donate anywhere uh, he, you can't donate here this is why he pissed me off with his communication he's like ah oh, and he clasped his he clasped his fists together he held his hands and he's like you can't donate blood with us and i'm like okay so where can i he's like ah oh, but nowhere i'm like oh <laughs> you know like you know why phrase it like that um I phrase it like that and he told me like yeah if you decide to lie about taking ADHD medication and they find it in your blood then it can be very expensive for you because they have a very high fine for people who do that and I was like oh okay <laughs> interesting you you want to mention that that way too but uh, my entire my entire disappointment wasn't in the fact that I couldn't donate blood and I think I have perfectly good blood and I don't think I have an STD and they can test that before you know uh they said you know like uh sometimes some STDs show up four months six months after you you have a a relationship with someone so that's why but he just seemed so unnecessarily sure blunt but it's just like as if he didn't know how to even tell me what he wanted to tell me you know and uh maybe he was having an off day but i feel like you know i feel like the entire med- medical industry is just fucked i don't think it's him this is where it's rooted for me it's like uh so my housemate like even this morning after i came back from the from the blutspende she came here with two of her friends and i heard their voices and i like her friends so like i went out to say hi i'm like hey what's up and it turned out she wasn't home for the last two nights because she had to have her appendix removed and uh, to me like i was passing by her room and i knew like she wasn't there for two days and i was just thinking oh like she's probably like having a wild time with her friends you know <laughs> and turns out she was at the hospital for two days uh getting her appendix removed and she wasn't allowed any visitors i think maybe because of covid but uh she was like laughing and she's like so it's weird anyways uh <clears throat> the first doctor she went to i don't I, like i think to- dismissed her a little bit you know like it's very much you go to a doctor and they're not present enough with you and your problem you know they're like uh you're you think your appendix is bursting they think oh you're probably having a stomach ache or a really bad period you know but like this isn't normal and this is why i'm here you know it's not like this is just a tummy ache you know like i like i know the doctors see a lot and you see like the worst sides of people for sure but it's like when did when did everything stop being holy when did everything stop being sacred you know it's like it made me feel like to me i'm going and donating my blood my blood is my fucking life force like it's 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 me and i am me and i'm i'm special you know like i know my blood is is nice not in a narcissistic way 
but like my life fucking means something, you know? And I come to you and I want to try and just, I come here with this noble intention. I want to fucking help someone one day and, and maybe like do some good, you know? And I took time out of my day and out of my work and out of my everything to come here and walk through fucking rain and snow. And you, you somehow like just how the building is designed, how, how the structure of the place is, how everything has to be so white and red because, you know, it's donating blood. But like what happened to creating structures that fit the earth and that fit the body and the human spirit, you know? not just everything being so mechanical and, and processed. Like we can use machines, but we can also create places that make it seem real what's happening to me, to you, to everyone, you know? Not like we're trying to hide something that, that, that we're so afraid of seeing the realest thing that there is and, and we're, we're just, we're just, you know? Building around it and, and covering it up with so many fucking things just so that we don't see it even though it's the realest thing and it's always there and it's the thing seeing not the thing being seen and like just let let it be a home for for refuge like this this holy thing that we're all and you have these the like sure i get i get it you know like you have forms and stuff that you need to know what type of blood you're getting but you know like what happened to the old woman who you know, chants <laughs> around you and, and lights up an, a candle and puts it around your head and tells you everything is going to be okay and then gives you something to knock you out for two hours, you know, until they finish. Um, like, it's not that, you know, and it's not what I mean, but uh, that's the image I have in my head. It's like, just like this old mother, right, that cares. Uh, not this old strong man who just wants to create structure and and push, you know? Uh, and that's what I see and that's what I fucking hate about everything in the medicine industry. It's just like, oh, people coming in and out and push and push and push and you forget about people. You just give them something and you tell them to go away and come back later so that you can just go to the next person. You never solve anyone's real problem and people just keep coming back and people just keep having to ask themselves what the fuck is they're doing that's wrong and they don't know they're dumb people and you're the fucking doctor how they're teaching you from the beginning is wrong and you're you because of that product and i can't even blame you you know because fuck you went through 8 13 years of medical experience like medical education and the first two are just theoretical nonsense that they they take you through that doesn't change anything about how you actually treat a person at the end of the day they barely teach you how to be empathetic and and you're there you know uh, trying to you have someone's literal life in your hand and you even neglect that dude i was a cashier at a supermarket and i was so nervous every time not because of the person but because if maybe while scanning something maybe i scanned it twice by accident or maybe i didn't scan something by accident or or something like like I didn't want to to just fuck with the person that way and and like if I was a doctor and I had a patient in my hands like I think I would be very aware of that person I don't think I can I can just not like I'll be I'll be I'll acknowledge that the person is I'll be very aware that this person is here seeing me you know and I'm seeing him and I have to from my knowledge and perspective try to help him 
for the best of himself for himself and give him that the way I, I can and the way that he would maybe get it, you know? And I feel like the entire world is lacking any type of empathy towards actually seeing anyone and really listening to fucking anyone. And that pisses me off a lot. And I like, what can I do about it? I'm writing books about this, you know, and I'm saying what I think here. But who the f- who, I don't know. The only way that it's going to fucking change is if old people realize that systems don't have to be the way that they are. And things need to only be done the way that they need to for the sake of them being need to be done. What I mean by by this, you don't have to teach a medical student hours and hours of theory about how people came to the process in, in like Greek uh, Latin times where and the Latin terms and everything about uh, how blood transfusion came to be and, and the progression of that. Give the motherfucker an idol and tell him, put it there and that works and put it there and this might die, this person might die and have them practice in a virtual environment or something until they fucking figure it out and then have them do it to real people so that they develop the actual balls to do it and not have to wait six years for them to do it and then have people actually care for people in front of them every day and not be afraid of taking substances like mushrooms or acid or anything like like mushrooms at least, you know, like something natural and a little bit of it to remind you that you're human, you know and to remind you that you're not forgetting that that real life is real and everything that we have built is just a fucking structure and because it's a structure we can we can do something better about it you know like we can do something different and it's fine to break down walls to build something else but the system has to also keep running at the same fucking time you know and that makes it difficult to change i get it i absolutely get it but you know, it can be done and it's been done. And sometimes it took wars to do, sometimes it took, I don't know what else, but there's other land in different places where you can try things or you can relocate stuff until you can do something better here. But just how we've built the idea of build, building into structure, into into place is, is whew, limiting. And I hope we rethink that, you know, I hope we rethink how we build our structures even, you know. Um, which is a nice idea, really. Yeah, the feminine and everything about it. Lovely life, lovely world, lovely everything. I said my piece for now. I always have more to say, but um, <laughs> take care. Lovely stuff.